Hello, this is Dr. David Friedman, host of To Your Good Health Radio. As author of the number one best-selling book, Food Sanity, How to Eat in a World of Fads and Fiction, I've covered the good, the bad, and the ugly of all the food groups. I began my book with the popular statement, you are what you eat. Well, considering the human body is 70% water, an even more profound statement is, you are what you drink. If you're constantly struggling with your weight, no matter what diet or exercise regimen you try, the water you're drinking could be to blame. Chemicals called endocrine disruptors, commonly found in tap water and bottled water, can wreak havoc on your hormones, increase your appetite, and cause fat cells in your body to expand. In addition, there could be toxins in your drinking water that have been linked to gut issues, food intolerance, autoimmune disease, and cancer. Capital One coined the phrase, what's in your wallet? Today, I'm going to discuss what's in your water. Don't go anywhere. It all starts now. It's To Your Good Health Radio with number one best-selling author and renowned wellness expert, Dr. David Friedman, changing lives just for the health of it. In the early 1990s, a legal clerk named Erin Brockovich received national media attention when she exposed chromium-6 in the drinking water of Hinkley, California. Then contaminated water caused liver damage, reproductive problems, birth defects, and cancer. A class action lawsuit against Pacific Gas and Electric Company was eventually settled for $333 million, and at the time it was the largest settlement of a class action lawsuit in U.S. history. Julia Roberts won an Academy Award for her portrayal of Erin Brockovich in this critically acclaimed film, and finally, the dangers of chromium-6 in drinking water were no longer a secret, and after the lawsuit and all the negative publicity that it got with the Erin Brockovich outreach, you probably think chromium-6 is no longer found in anyone's water, right? Unfortunately, that's not the case. An analysis of federal drinking water conducted by the Environmental Working Group shows 200 million Americans across all 50 states have been exposed through their tap water to higher than recommended levels of chromium-6. So let me say that number again. 200 million Americans in 50 states. So even with the international press coverage of the Hinkley water contamination and the lawsuit settlement, the problem did not go away. In fact, it's gotten worse. If you want to know how much chromium-6 was found in your city's water, you can check out the interactive map located at ewg.org. And let's figure out how's this toxic chemical getting into the homes of 200 million people? Well, it's from industrial plants, leakage and poor storage and inadequate waste disposal practices. The Environmental Working Group also found many other unregulated contaminants in the majority of drinking water in the USA, including perfluorinated chemicals like PFOA, which is a chemical used to manufacture Teflon, and PFOS, formerly a Scotchgard ingredient. These chemicals are endocrine disruptors, and what that means is this. They wreak havoc on your hormones, including those that control metabolism and appetite. Plus One Medical Journal recently published a study by Harvard showing people with more PFOAs in their blood are associated with greater weight gain, especially women. PFOAs are also linked to autoimmune disease, thyroid dysfunction, and cancer. Now, what does PFOA stand for? It stands for perfluorooctanoic acid. That's a mouthful when you say it, right? But it shouldn't literally be a mouthful, yet millions of Americans are putting this chemical into their mouths 
every time they drink water. Also showing up in water supplies across the country is another endocrine-disrupting chemical called BPA, which is biosphenol A. It's not just showing up in tap water, folks. It's also showing up in most bottled waters sold on the market. A study published in the International Journal of Obesity found that BPA increases inflammation and promotes new fat cell growth. Now, scientists, you know, they used to believe we were born with a certain number of fat cells, and that's what we carried through our adult life. And BPA actually causes the body to create additional fat cells. This has been proven. Who wants more fat cells? We've got enough to worry about with the ones we already have. Now, who would have ever imagined plain old water with zero calories, zero fat, containing zero sugar, could be causing you to gain weight? But it's true. And for those of you that are constantly dieting, you know, you lose weight initially and it comes right back. Or for those of you that exercise and always eat healthy, but you still can't seem to lose those unwanted pounds, maybe food isn't to blame. The water you're washing that food down with could be the reason you're not losing weight. And what about if you're buying organic vegetables from the grocery store? What happens every hour? Stand there and watch. Those pesticide and chemical-free veggies are sprayed with tap water. And more than likely, the water being sprayed on this organic, healthy produce contains endocrine-disrupting chemicals. So it kind of defeats the whole purpose, doesn't it? I mean, we pay for produce that isn't sprayed with toxic pesticides by farmers, but while it's sitting in the grocery store, it's sprayed with disease-causing chemicals. And one of the biggest defenses I always hear from government authorities and the water industry is this. They say, the amount of these chemicals is so low, they're okay to consume. Folks, that's not true. According to the Journal of Endocrinology, quote, a very low dose of endocrine-disrupting chemical exposure can have potent and irreversible effects. Research shows that the hormonal system is easily disrupted by a very minuscule amount of these chemicals. They can have a negative effect on humans at very low dosages of parts per billion. Now, I live in Wilmington, North Carolina, and recently we've made national headlines for having a perfluorinated chemical in our water supply called Gen-X. A company called Chemors, a spinoff of DuPont, has been dumping this toxin into our river for many years, and it has contaminated our drinking waters. We're drinking this stuff, and DuPont did the same thing in Ohio. You probably read the news. They dumped PFOA in the Ohio River, contaminating thousands of residents. They ended up paying $671 million in restitution. You know what? That's just a speeding ticket for a multi-billion dollar company like DuPont. This Fortune 500 company can afford lawsuits because they profit billions of dollars before they're finally sued and they have to settle. Plus, their legal fees and settlement, you know what that is? It's a tax write-off. Because it's just a civil offense and not criminal, it's really just a slap on the wrist. And what that means is they can legally set up shop in another city and start the chemical dumping process all over. Now, Gen X is the latest DuPont chemical being dumped into rivers, and thousands of Wilmington residents have gotten sick. Many are suffering from autoimmune diseases, including me. That's right. I'm a victim of water contamination, which is why I'm so passionate about this topic. In my entire adult life, I have never had one sick day from work. Not a cold, not a flu, not a cough. 
How many people do you know that have not missed a single day from work in three decades? I eat clean. I take care of myself. I've always been the epitome of great health. Little did I know the water I was cooking in, bathing in, and drinking was poisoning me. I ended up getting so sick I was bedridden and missed four months of work. I lost over 60 pounds and I was hospitalized. My colon was so inflamed it completely shut down. In fact, it was so bad the surgeon wasn't even able to perform a colonoscopy. I ended up having to go to the top gastroenterologist at Chapel Hill where I was diagnosed with an advanced autoimmune disease. And what that means is, is my body was literally attacking my colon. And I was told I had to go on a biologic drug for the rest of my life. This medication, by the way, carries an FDA black box warning, meaning it's among the most dangerous prescription drugs on the market. It's administered as an infusion similar to chemotherapy, and the side effects are horrendous. So even if I received this, these monthly infusions, I was told still there's an 85% chance I'd have to have my colon removed anyway. No one seemed to care why I was sick. All the doctors wanted to do was give my condition a name, put me on this toxic biologic drug for the rest of my life, but... I knew my sickness wasn't hereditary. It certainly wasn't from anything I was eating. So I decided to get my water tested. The analysis of the water at my house revealed high levels of Gen X and 10 other disease-causing perfluorinated chemicals. My water also contains chromium-6, the toxic chemical Ambrakovich brought to national attention. I also had my blood tested for these chemicals. And hey, no surprise here. All of these chemicals showed up in my bloodstream, many at appalling levels. Based on data from the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention, there's a good chance every one of you listening has been consuming perfluorinated chemicals, which would show up on a blood test. Folks, these industrial chemicals are dangerous. They're health hazards. They don't belong in our water. If you're suffering from an autoimmune disease, I seriously recommend you take a look at the water you're drinking. If you have a food intolerance or gastric issues like irritable bowel syndrome, if you suffer from Crohn's, ulcerative colitis, perfluorinated chemicals could be contributing to these inflammatory diseases. Why? Because they destroy the microbiomes of your gut. These are those friendly bacteria that line the colon. Our microbiomes, they do so many things, but one that they do the most important is they aid in digestion. And when these delicate, friendly bacteria are exposed to these harsh chemicals, it can cause difficulty digesting certain foods that used to not bother you, like gluten. Think about it. Why all of a sudden in the last couple decades has digesting gluten become such an issue for so many? Don't blame the gluten. We've been digesting gluten for three and a half million years. Research from the University of Utah shows our ancestors' diet was 40% gluten-containing grains. So, if we've been digesting gluten for millions of years with no problem, why do so many people find it difficult to digest today? Because when the microbiomes of our gut are damaged, it creates inflammation and makes gluten harder to digest. Now, I know the topic today is on water, but there are other chemicals out there that can destroy the lining of your gut. This includes pesticides from your produce, hormones, antibiotics fed to the animals you consume. Putting the blame on gluten or any other food you happen to suddenly develop an intolerance to is like blaming the smoke instead of what's causing the fire. 
And by the way, for those of you curious about my condition, through a lot of research and natural methods, I was able to avoid going on a biologic drug. I regained my weight and my health. And most importantly, I still have my colon. And details of my incredible journey back to health will be shared in my next book. So stay tuned for that. Now, some of you listening are saying, hey, I drink the water at home. I feel fine. Water must not be a health concern for me, right? Some of you are probably saying that. Well, men, let me ask you a question. Do you have low testosterone? Have you developed man boobs? These endocrine disrupting chemicals found in water could be to blame. You've all, you know, if you have lower uh, sperm count, that's also a cause. And for our female listeners out there, are you among the 30 million Americans that are suffering from a thyroid issue, which your doctor is telling you might be the reason you have this chronic weight problem? You know, I interviewed one of the world's leading authorities on thyroid disorders, Dr. Isabella Wentz. And when she came on the show, she shared with my listeners a major cause of thyroid dysfunction is from an unhealthy gut. Now, if you want to find out what's in your water, there are a few ways you can do this. Go to uh, ewg.org forward slash tap water. Type in your zip code. You're going to get a report on the chemicals they found in your city's water. When I type, type in my city, Wilmington, North Carolina, 20 contaminants show up. 11 of them are linked to causing cancer. Some of these chemicals aren't easy to pronounce. You're going to see some names that you can't pronounce, like bromodichloromethane. Does that sound like something you should be drinking? I mean, listen to the word. No, we shouldn't be drinking this stuff. And if you want to get the most current and up-to-date water analysis, contact your local water supplier. Ask them for their annual water quality report. This is public information and you're legally entitled to it. Or find a certified lab in your area that'll come to your house and actually test your water. And you can find one by going to water.epa.gov. I do recommend, by the way, avoid these home water testing kits. The, you know, they're not always accurate and they don't test for these harmful contaminants. So stay away from those. They're not reliable. A big pet peeve I have with the EPA is they label many of these toxic chemicals in our water within safe limits. Ah, let's talk about that for a minute. That irks me. I'm a health conscious person. I drink eight to 10 glasses of water every day. The average person drinks just one to two glasses of water each day. That's it. One to two. So my next door neighbor drinks the same water I do. He's right next door. Let's assume he drinks two glasses of this contaminated water every day and I drink 10 glasses. That means I consume five times more water than my neighbor. Do you really think it's fair for the EPA to say the chemicals I consume from this water are within safe limits? My next-door neighbor, he also weighs 285 pounds. He has a five-year-old child that weighs 40 pounds. If the father and his child drink a glass of water, does it really make sense to put this in the same category and assume the child is drinking safe levels of these cancer-causing chemicals? You know, keep in mind also these perfluorinated chemicals, they accumulate in the body every time you consume them. Maybe some of them are okay. Who knows if you drink every day for two weeks? Maybe that's fine. But what about after a year or five years or 10 years of consuming them? What gives the EPA the right to pretend they have the knowledge to judge exactly how much toxic disease-causing chemicals we can drink before it's considered a concern? Now, what else is in your water, you know? Flushed pharmaceuticals can show up in your water. They actually make it back into your tap water. You know, many people dispose of unused prescription drugs by flushing them down the toilet. Birth control pills 
are also discarded down the toilet. And these pharmaceuticals, they're showing up in people's water supply across America. Even if your city's water plant produced clean and pure water, that water still has to travel through underground pipes to get to your house. And those pipes are often lined with plastic chemicals, which end up in your water. I haven't even talked about the common stuff, the chlorine, the fluoride found in water supply, or the heavy metals like cadmium, chromium, lead, copper, mercury, and nickel. I think I've shared enough to hopefully bring more awareness to what's in your water and the potential health risks associated with drinking it. Now let's shift gears and let's talk about what you can do about it. The most proactive step you can make is to get a water filter that removes these chemicals and heavy metals. Now, there's so many, many options available for water filters on the market. And over the years, I've used several, ranging from advanced micron filters, carbon filters, and charcoal filters. And, you know, these are great for removing all the basics and making your water taste great. But they do not remove all the perfluorinated endocrine-disrupting chemicals. I made the mistake of believing the water filters I were using in the past were keeping me safe. However, after I got sick from my water, I researched the best option for removing these toxic chemicals. And the best way you can protect yourself and your family is to get a reverse osmosis system. It successfully removes the pesticides, the chemicals, bacteria, viruses, and pharmaceuticals. I use a six-phase reverse osmosis system with remineralization, which you can get if you're worried about losing minerals from the water. You can find an RO system with, uh, you know, seven phases. That Those are out there, and they offer this UV light bulb. I personally don't recommend that. A UV light heats the water almost so hot you can make coffee with it, and that heat can weaken the fittings and tubings, which can lead to leaks. So avoid those. And by the way, to be assured a water filter is removing certain contaminants, make sure you see NSF certification for that substance. NSF is a nonprofit testing lab, and there are other third-party labs that certify products using NSF standards, and those are okay, and that includes like CSA, or you'll see UL, or WQA. So if you see those certifications, they're just as credible. And, you know, many health experts don't recommend reverse osmosis. Oh, don't recommend reverse osmosis because, you know, they'll pull out the mineral content. Well, yeah, they're so great at purifying the water, they do remove minerals. But I believe it's far better to get your minerals from food than to drink them in water containing cancerous chemicals that could kill you, has the potential to kill you. If you are concerned, get a reverse osmosis filter with remineralization phase. As I mentioned, that puts the minerals back into the water after it's purified. And reverse osmosis, by the way, they're not expensive. The unit I have costs around 200 bucks. And of course, you can get more elaborate systems installed. But if you're on a budget, a good NSF certified RO system will not break the banks, very affordable. And many people know that, you know, tap water isn't the healthiest. This is not news for some of you, you know. That, so what a lot of you do is you consume bottled water. You believe it's cleaner, it's healthier, eh, I'm going to avoid the tap. But guess what, folks? Even though Americans spend close to $17 billion a year on bottled water thinking it's safe, not many people are aware of this, but the federal government actually places more purity, testing, and quality restrictions on tap water than they do on bottled water. While many bottled water brands try to fool you into believing, oh, we use natural underground spring water or water from glaciers, many of today's most popular bottled water brands are sourced from municipal tap water. This includes the two most popular brands in the country, Aquafina and Dasani Water. The World Health Organization, interesting, they did a global analysis of the most commonly purchased bottled water brands. 
they found 93% of bottled water contained microplastic contamination. In fact, they found twice as much <clears throat> plastic particles in bottled water than they did in tap water. And of course, the most common plastic chemicals is phthalates and BPA, which can disrupt your hormones, increase your appetite, make your fat cells expand, and they've been linked to causing disease. Bottled water can also contain mold and microbes and benzene, which, by the way, is a chemical also found in gasoline, and trihalomethanes, a product of chlorine that's known, it's a known carcinogen. Okay, so we need water to survive. Everybody knows that. You've heard me talk the importance of water. What can we do to hydrate if we're not at home, right? Well, the best thing to do is get a durable, reusable water bottle. Make sure it's BPA-free, or even better, look for a stainless steel. Fill it up with your reverse osmosis water, Bring it with you in the morning when you leave for work or when you go to the gym. If you do want to go with bottled water, there's only one I recommend. It's called Penta Ultra Pure. They use a 13-step patented process to purify their water. Their advanced reverse osmosis process removes all the contaminants and all the plastic particles. And Penta Water it has a naturally occurring pH, and they never use these pH-altering chemicals or additives like so many other alkalinizing waters do out there. And you can find Ulta Penta Pure at the store, or if you can't, you can go to their website. It's pentawater.com. They will drop ship water to you, and they'll if you subscribe, it's actually free shipping and handling. So pentawater.com. And, you know, since I brought up alkalinizing water, I want to just quickly quickly share my views on this. I get asked by so many patients, <clears throat> should I get this alkalinizing water? And there's units they can buy that alkalinize water. Let me share this. Naturally, alkaline water is healthy. This occurs when water passes over rocks like springs and picks up minerals, which increases its alkaline level. That's good. However, most alkaline water on the market goes through a chemical or electrical process, which artificially raises the pH. And some advocates of these alkaline waters claim it can cure many diseases, including cancer. And none of these claims are backed by science. And alkaline water can actually produce negative side effects. For one, it lowers the natural stomach acidity, which helps kill bacteria and pathogens. We need our stomach to be acid. It's acidic for a reason. It's part of the natural digestion digestive process. And when you alkalinize these acids, hey, we don't have stomach acid that works. And too much alkalinity can also cause metabolic alkalosis, a condition that produces a decline in cognitive health that messes up your brain function, can also decrease calcium absorption and affect bone health. You know, the body, it's an amazing entity. It has this uh, natural ability of regulating its own pH. This is called homeostasis. For example, lemon juice in its natural state is acidic with a pH of about 2. But once metabolized in the stomach, it actually becomes alkaline of a pH of 7. The body has amazing recuperative powers. Some of these alkaline waters on the market's horrendous. They have pH of 10, 11, 12. In my opinion, that's not healthy. All right, we're uh, out of time. I could just go on and on and on about water safety, what's in your water, but I think I've covered enough to shine some needed awareness on an important topic. Don't be so trusting that your city or your government has your back and is making sure your water is clean and healthy. Everybody thinks, oh, there's guys in there analyzing, make sure it's clean before it gets to my house. It's not true. We need to play detective and make the right steps to hydrate our body with clean, pure water. As I always say, healthcare isn't something your doctor or pharmacist can offer. Healthcare begins with you taking proactive steps to a healthier 
and happier life. All right. If you want to stay up to date with all my latest articles, research videos, and podcasts, you can go to drdavidfriedman.com. And while you're there, be sure and sign up for my free newsletter for the latest health tips, tidbits, and news you can use. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook at Dr. David Friedman. On Instagram, I'm at Dr. D. Friedman. If you heard me share information today that you know could benefit somebody that didn't hear this, send them a link to this podcast. It's available at toyourgoodhealthradio.com and radiomd.com. And while you're there, be sure and check out our podcast library and share these segments with friends, family, and coworkers. And on social media, this information is just too important to keep to yourself. You can subscribe to future podcasts on iHeartRadio and iTunes. Thanks for tuning in. More to come. Stay tuned and stay well.